John Rambo, a drifter just passing through their town. Morning. Headed north or south? North. I jump in. I'll make sure you head in the right direction. That is from the trailer of the 1982 cult classic film Rambo First Blood, which was filmed in a small town called Hope, British Columbia. This episode is all about why, after 35 years, the relationship between the movie and the town it was filmed in is stronger than ever. I'm your host, Matthew Boyd, and this is Monorail City. Monorail City, Monorail City, a place for me and you. Monorail City, Monorail City, where all your dreams come true. So this past summer, I was on a road trip with my family that led us traveling east through British Columbia on our way to the beautiful lakes of the Okanagan for some sunshine and beaches, and in my case, some sunburns. And as per tradition, like almost everyone else traveling eastward out of Vancouver on the Trans-Canada Highway, we stopped in the tiny town called Hope, BC, for some lunch gas and to stretch our legs. Now, for those that have never been to Hope, the best way to describe it is that it's one of those places where you stop because you need some gas but you end up staying a bit longer because it's so damn beautiful. It's a cliche of the beauty of the Pacific Northwest. It's in between two dramatic and rugged snow-capped mountain ranges along fast-flowing rivers and surrounded by vast stands of coastal rainforests and expansive alpine meadows. I sound like a tourism video. It's a spectacular place, and it even has a downtown area that still has that small-town charm that most other highway bypass towns have lost. And then best of all, The place is named Hope, so it's incredibly social media and hashtag friendly. So my family pulled off into Hope, parked our car, and had lunch like always. However, this time, we stopped pretty close to the Hope Tourism Center and Museum, so we thought we'd take a quick peek to see what was inside. So we opened the door of the tourist center, which is just like any other small-town tourist center I've ever been in, but then once inside, there was something that I had not been expecting. Behind the info desk, there is a 42-inch flat-screen television playing Rambo First Blood with the volume at practically full blast. And then all around the center, there was Rambo First Blood memorabilia for sale, including t-shirts and bumper stickers and postcards and even bars of soap. And also behind the counter was a huge poster advertising the 35th anniversary celebration of the original release of the film that would be held soon in Hope. Now, coincidentally, I just watched Rambo First Blood again recently on Netflix, and since I love the movie, I was kind of irrationally excited to see all the supla. I asked the staff about the anniversary event, and they they relayed that if I was interested in attending, then I should buy tickets now, as it was selling out fast. I had always known that the first Rambo was filmed in Hope, and I knew that it was kind of one of those gimmicky pieces of trivia that you talk about with your buddies as you drove through the town. But until then, I had never realized just how dynamic the relationship between the movie and the town still was, and how it was still thriving and most likely benefiting their community and economy. I was intrigued. Why has this film and this town found such a special connection? So much so that they'd have the film playing on loop at their tourist center. There have been thousands of movies filmed all over the province over the years, and I can't think of any others that are holding anniversary celebrations for the film's release. This is definitely unique. So what makes the Hope Rambo First Blood situation different? Why do they have such a special and timeless connection? The goal of this episode is to try to figure out why this unique relationship exists. 
Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the film, here's the basic synopsis of the movie, which was adapted from David Morrell's 1972 book of the same name. And I'll try to do my best movie trailer voice. A former Green Beret and Vietnam veteran named John Rambo arrives in a town in Washington State to visit a friend. The sheriff of the town doesn't like the cut of his jib, so he insults Rambo, causing him to become violent to the point that he is arrested. As he was being processed at the jail, he escapes and goes on a rampage through the wilderness as he's being hunted, forcing him to survive on his combat skills. It all culminates with a final showdown between Rambo and the sheriff. There you go. I'll, I'll, I promise I'll never use that voice again. The movie isn't exactly an Academy Award-winning film, but it did become an instant classic and gain a cult following. On the surface, the movie is just about a crazy war veteran who loses control and goes on a rampage with awesome action scenes in the wilderness and cool survival scenes that inspired a generation of young men to buy large hunting knives. But beneath the surface is actually a deep reflection on the complex and dynamic confusion of the Vietnam War era. As the movie critic John Kenneth Muir points out in his blog called Reflection on, Reflections on Cult Movies, John Rambo is an anti-hero. While watching the film, you would expect to be on the side of the law and order and the police, but we quickly realize that these authority figures are actually quite cruel. Therefore, the viewers unnaturally come to sympathize with Rambo, even though he is the one launching a full-scale assault against civil and military authorities. This is further complicated as Rambo is a, a recent Vietnam War veteran who has struggled to reconnect with society upon his return. Traditional lines of sympathy are scrambled. Should we root for the police to stop this man from terrorizing the town? Or should we root for the disenfranchised man fighting the unfair system with everything he's got? And the final scene is actually a heartbreaking monologue by Sly Stallone, who plays Rambo, about his difficulties acclimatizing from the war back into society. In many ways, this was one of Hollywood's first attempts at addressing post-traumatic stress disorder. It really is a great movie. It's got great characters, a strong story, it's concise and has some spectacular visuals. And it instantly became a cult classic because it connected so well with the audience, and particularly that generation. Part of the allure of the film, too, is that everything that Rambo character does also seems uh, physically possible for the average person. Here's Stallone and one of the producers on why it became such a cult classic and resonated with so many people. I like First Blood the most of all of them. It seems that everything that the character uh, achieved and conceived was possible. And uh, men in the audience would say, yes, if I were put to the task, I perhaps could do that too. All modern action movies come from First Blood. To get a job done, to actually succeed, you're going to have to burn bridges. You're going to have to go to areas deep inside of you that may not be to other people's likings. You're going to have to break protocol. And that's what the message was. To get a job done, right, you sometimes have to do it yourself, whether it's popular or not. So how did Hope, of all places, become the primary filming location? For this information, I reached out to Scott Hardy, who runs a fan website about the film and its filming locations at www.firstbloodfilmingLocations.com. The background story is that in the summer months of 1981, a producer by the name of Ed Carlin went to the Hope Marin Council and asked for permission to film an adventure film in their town. The reason the producers chose Hope is because they liked its mountainous backdrop and environment, especially for the manhunt in the movie. The producer told the mayor and council that the film would have car chases, explosions, and a final devastating shootout. 
He explained that the film would bring major Hollywood stars to the town and should prove beneficial for Hope residents. After a series of public hearings to solicit feedback from the community and an eventual motion from town council, they gave the green light to film the movie in their town. And keep in mind, too, that that movie industry in BC back then wasn't the same as it was now. So in many ways, this was a major leap of faith for the town to allow the filming to take place. When the filming started, things moved very quickly during the fall and winter months of 1981, as the first wave of staff, which included approximately 100 people, moved in on the small community of Hope. They immediately started building the sets that would play critical roles in the film, including a gas station, a gun shop, and the police station. The final cast was also contracted, which included Sylvester Stallone as John Rambo, Richard Cena as Colonel Sam Troutman, and Brian Dennehy playing the part as the mean sheriff Will Teasel. There was also a young, up-and-coming red-headed actor in his early 20s named David Caruso. The filming took place during the cold winter months of November and December, and here's the producers and actors on what it was like filming these scenes in Hope during that time in the difficult climate. Somewhere in this rugged mountain countryside, possibly above the snow line, shrouded in mist, the fugitive John Rambo is hiding. The locations there were absolutely wonderful. It was the really the, the rainforest, the wet rainforest up there. It rained every day while we were shooting. I had to change my, my clothing two or three times, two or three times a day. The temperatures were extraordinary. We really got down to 40 degrees below with the wind chill. And I'm standing there, I've got on my long underwear, I've got on three layers of socks, I've got my gloves, I've got my green beret, I've got all this, and Sly is standing there in a t-shirt. And I'm, I'm thinking, I'm cold. But it was wonderful. Everything was always wet and uncomfortable. You, you really felt for the, for poor uh, Rambo, stripped to the waist with that pathetic little piece of tarpaulin over his shoulders. My one regret in uh, First Blood is that I should never have worn a tank top. We definitely should have worn Gore-Tex because it was a tank top. So we had to do it over again. I think it would have kept my shirt on. It got awful cold. And according to Scott Hardy, who runs the fan site, Throughout the shooting of the movie, the townspeople and the stars became one and the same. The stars became locals and the locals became stars as the cast and crew were welcomed into the town. It was completely normal to see cast members visiting bars and restaurants before and after a day's shoot. And many of the extras who appeared throughout the film were actually local townsfolk who were recently left unemployed when a nearby mill had ceased operations. The filming wrapped up. And in October 1982, the film was released on the silver screen, and the rest is history. Since then, the town of Hope has always had a special connection with the film. So what makes this connection so special? After a lot of research and rewatching the film dozens of times, here are my theories as to why the town of Hope and the movie have established such a long-standing and unique relationship. The first is that the name of the town in the movie is called Hope, which is supposed to be a fictitious town in Washington State. On IMDb, it says the film takes place in Hope, Washington. When Rambo arrives in town at the beginning of the film, he even passes through the arches that say, Welcome to Hope. This is important because in the film industry, it's unusual for the filming location to also be the same as the town setting in the movie. For example, you see lots of movies filmed in Vancouver that are supposed to be some other city. But in the case of Rambo, the town in the movie is called Hope, the same as where it was actually filmed. Because of this overlap, it almost gives the illusion of the film being a documentary, because it was filmed and based in the same place. So when people visit Hope, they're not just coming to see where Rambo was filmed, they're coming to see where the Rambo rampage actually took place. 
And since Hope still has that small town feel and hasn't changed too much over the years, when you're there, you kind of sometimes feel like you're actually on set and maybe you'll bump into one of the characters as you're walking through town. And if you're hiking in the woods, maybe you'll bump into John Rambo himself. The second reason is that another star was born after the success of Rambo, that being the film industry in British Columbia. Many of the crew who worked on the set of First Blood would go on to successful careers in film in the BC entertainment industry. In many ways, this was the start of Hollywood North, which is now a huge part of the economy today. So perhaps this film serves as a reminder of the turning point when Hollywood North started. The third reason is that the town of Hope doesn't shy away from this connection. They embrace everything about it. In many ways, for better or worse, the town of Hope has become best known internationally for being the set of an iconic 80s movie. The town is almost like a child movie star that could never outgrow that one role that made them famous. And they've decided to totally embrace that. They've leveraged this opportunity into a booming tourism business and created an interesting sense of place along the way. When you're in hope, you can't help but look around at the wilderness and be tempted to explore and survive the same way that Rambo did in the movie. He's a relatable character, and hope is a relatable town. I'm sure this Rambo thing drives some of the locals nuts, but my rebuttal to them would be that I can think of a lot of other towns that wish they had a connection and an opportunity like this. And the fourth and the final reason for this magical connection is that Rambo First Blood is just a damn good movie, and people like to celebrate good things. In many ways, the movie was ahead of its time with the whole anti-hero plot, which has now become a hallmark of Hollywood movies. And because of those four reasons, Hope will always have a special relationship with John Rambo and the film Rambo First Blood. So next time you're passing through Hope, be sure to stop at the Tourism Information Center and venture through town to get the full experience. It's a beautiful place with awesome people, and while the movie may be 35 years old, the magic of the film and its connections with Hope is just beginning. It's over, Jenny. It's over! Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! Thanks so much for listening, and if you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends or write a review on iTunes. Remember to support the film industries in small towns, visit Hope BC, and of course, support your local libraries. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Monorail City, Monorail City, a place for me.